You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. We got Sin City Steve, who was on the phone via live. Sin City. Hey, what's going on? Yay, man. Uh, Matt Michaels is out doing an assignment because we have um, a New Japan out here uh, in Vegas doing a show. Um, is, it in, is it in collaboration, Steve, with FSW? Or are they doing their own thing? I believe they're doing their own thing, okay. but uh, there are some uh, some local talent on the show. Gotcha. Okay, so Matt Michaels is there, and um, and yeah, we don't know where we don't know where Simon Street. So hey, uh, hey he's on the street. He's on the street. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, guys, welcome. I know we um, we was off last week. It was a holiday. I actually went cruising. And, there uh, you go. Yeah, man. It was. It was. I needed the time just to um, chill and do um, absolutely nothing, and so that's what I did. <laughs> uh, in fact, I um, I didn't get a chance to see of any wrestling until I got back. And by the way, folks, if you normally watch our wrestling talk, we're gonna do things just a little bit different. Except it's just kind of Steve and I and everything, and uh, we're just gonna just kind of talk about what what we've seen this week, but not necessarily have all the. Uh, videos and music and themes and all that so uh, uh i did finally get a chance to see clash of the castle man and um good let me just let me just talk just a tad bit about that and then uh, i want you to tell me what kind of what was your highlight uh with all this past oh, yeah. uh, week in wrestling but dude was that show not a banger or what Whew. first off sheamus and gunther held man I haven't seen nothing like that in so long. I can't tell you when the last time. And I would yes. and I never would have thought that it would have been those two that would have brought it. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, we, Without a doubt. we knew what the main event, how that was going to have, or how that was going to come about. Um, if I was really disappointed, if anything about the show, it was probably Shayna and Liv Morgan, but okay. But Sheamus and Guther, man, I, I, it was just a straight beat down mm-hmm. and i'm gonna it tell was amazing you, it was and shout out to all the fans there who yeah who first off gave sheamus his props i don't think sheamus yep. has ever had like a standing ovation like that if he, i mean I'm, I'm sure maybe there could have been but i can't remember one being that powerful to a point where i'm, I'm pretty sure he got emotional with it because yeah. he brought it what are, what was your take, man? Is I'm am I right on this on Clash? I mean, was it was that just a match that just stole everything for the show? So 
as as mentioned that it would <clears throat> i wonder who would say that um okay okay gunther and, gunther and sheamus was by far my favorite match on clash at the castle mm-hmm. um and in fact uh i was i was going to name them in the two sweet of the week segment okay and give both of them a two sweet yeah because quite frankly that was the best thing on wwe tv in quite some time right like yeah e- even even dave Meltzer okay gave yeah. that match five stars Did in the he? observer yeah <laughs> is yeah. that is that like the first ever for a wwe uh match because he doesn't give let's, them out for for them much let's put it this way yeah hbk taker at mania 25 was four and three quarter stars oh my god so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Take that info as you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but, yeah. yeah, completely. It was it was ev- everything that I love about professional wrestling. It was just two guys that went in there and just beat the fuck out of each other and made it as real as it could possibly yes. be. Yes, I'm sitting up there looking at Sheamus' chest, going, "Dude, you you got to be hurting right now. You know, yes. like, it's got to be stinging." And you're still going hard. I mean, what adrenaline was was both of these guys on? And you know what's crazy to me? Gunther as as Walter, he was he was a he was he was a beast, right? He was bigger, yep. he was tough, he was. And now he's you know he slimmed down, but he still got the muscle. But he he still looked like that in that match that he was like Walter again. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Uh, and and how he was uh, in, in in his performance and. I tell you, I, uh, I, 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 after that match, I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I <do>. impact, <laughs> impact. Yeah. I, it, you're, I, I think you're, I think you're glossing over one very major thing that also happened. Imperium. That's right. That's right. Imperium, Imperium. is back. Yeah. So your boy Giovanni Vinci has been reunited with Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser on the main roster. By the way, and you know, I, I guess I never paid attention to his name when uh, under Imperium. But was he always Giovanni Vinci? No, he. Um, that was Fabian Eichner. That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he also competed in the uh, the cruiserweight classic tournament forever and a day ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. They absolutely are back, man. I, dude, I, don't you just love how you just beginning to see everything just come together? Every since, without a doubt. Since it's under new management. <laughs> mm-hmm. Strange, strange how that shit works. And it's translate. It's translated into their ticket sales too. Oh, did you see? The, did you see the early numbers on Survivor Series tickets? I have it. They sold out the building in like a day. Gee, are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack, bro. Yeah. So the Sur- Survivor Series is already sold out. It's 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 crazy that Vince going away is the thing that's really kind of yeah. launched everything again for them. Right. And also is what's to be honest, if you'll notice on the other side of the fence, things mm-hmm. haven't been so rosy since Vince walked away. <laughs> right. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why, you know, it was saying you 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 better you know, watch what you wish for because yep. you know, we we don't 
we don't know what's in the game plan of 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 Hunter and uh, and and Steph and and Mr. Nick Khan. You know, dude, I'll tell I'll tell you, I'm all for it, man. I I've said numerous times on this show, and everybody loves to uh, you know slight me as just being the AEW mark, but I'm a good wrestling mark, is what I am. Yeah. If it if if a match is great, I'm gonna give it props, and it just tends to be. As of late, that that the other side of the fence is where I find that stuff on AEW. But you know, I have no problems applauding things like uh, Sheamus and Gunther, like like Drew and Roman. I mean, you know, yeah. say what you will about the finish. Props props to Solo Sokoa for uh, yep. for making his presence felt in a big way. Yep. But yeah, it's it, it's I have no problem giving props where where it's due. And if I'm going to start getting amazing match quality on WWE TV every single week, right? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be following that shit. So, it, amazingly smart strategy to, uh, you know, yeah, do what worked well for NXT 1.0 on the main rosters now. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. I mean, other things on that, uh, still on that show. I mean, you, you got a chance to see Seth Rollins and Riddle, which was also a great match on that. I mean, it was, it, it's great because it wasn't like there was a whole bunch of matches, but every last one of these matches, for the exception of Shayna Liv Morgan, I don't know why they're still, why they're still going with the Morgan theme right now. I really thought it was Shayna's moment. Um, yeah, I really thought they had me like, okay, we're finally getting that. And I, I, one thing I'll say about Liv is this, because I'm not. One thing I'll say about Liv is this: at least in this match, um, she shown to to be um, to to look as if she could really fight some against Shayna. Like Shayna, in many ways, kind of. I don't want to say dumbed down her moves, but played off her moves very well uh, yeah. against uh, against Liv. It made Liv look like she was very effective in everything that she she pulled. Uh, on the other hand, I, I'm going like, okay, I, I know that you know Shayna's got to do what she's got to do, but I still don't believe what I'm. Uh, I, I don't want to believe what I'm seeing right now, you know. So I don't know what's going on. I, I'm I'm assuming maybe Shayna will have that moment, but I, I guess they they still have some more hope and live. You know. Yeah, I mean it. I, I they're definitely they're definitely continuing with the Liv Morgan experiment. Um, I can only imagine that she's going to lose the title at Survivor Series, though. Yeah. I think I think that's where you pull the trigger, and you know you get you get the belt back on Rousey. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Roman and Drew, we already knew was going to tear the house down, and man, did they do exactly that? Um, it, in in some way, it had to be just really just a big adrenaline rush for Drew because the crowd, as they should be, was just on his side. And I did say, which I thought maybe there was a small chance. That maybe yep. Drew maybe would have gotten that opportunity, yep. but because I'm trying to figure out what else they were going to do, being that the Usos is not there, being that Heyman's not there, and if I would have thought Solo, I wouldn't. I wasn't. I didn't think they was ready for Solo to come. 
if I would have thought him, then I would have been like, oh, yeah, he's gonna, he's definitely going to keep it. Because I didn't yeah. see it just being a straight up, you know, without any interference at all. But I couldn't think who would be the one to do it. So I, I, I thought maybe Drew may pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the thing is, man, is you really have to feel for that audience because obviously Seamus loses earlier on in the night. And then you have Drew, who is the, the, the chosen one, the man of the people, right. you know, back in his home, in his home country. And yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take this time to put the title on him seemingly in a pay-per-view that was built around him. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I can figure is that they're going to have Roman hold the title all the way up until Mania and have it for The Rock. Um, or if they're going to do the Cody split or, you know, whatever they're going to do, but they're going to keep the title on him seemingly for fucking ever. Yeah. And it's, I, man, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So I really can't. Well, listen, I, I'm it's f- the same shit. I'm a fan. It's the though. same shit I'm every sorry. single fucking show. I get it, but I'm a I'm a fan. Every time he still wins and he has a title, I'm actually okay with it. I'm just uh, I'm just wondering, you know, what other creative thing that they're going to continue to do? And I mean, Solo was one we didn't think of, so I'll give that a I'll give that a pass. But what is the next thing they're going to do? Is what it's going to come down to? But I like Roman. Roman and, and I. I think that he truly is is in I guess he's in God mode, but I say just beast crazy mode right now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I I definitely like that. I just trying to figure out what the end is going to be. And I thought um, now we have Karrion Cross, and just to jump over now to Raw right quick, we saw Braun Strowman come back. So now we got you know, two big men, maybe you've read up maybe what the plans of Braun is, or maybe he even said it on SmackDown. Cause I haven't, I'll be honest. I, I told you I was on vacation, so I haven't, I didn't get a chance to watch that, but having two big guys right uh, now, Roman's least got some more uh, contenders, but do you see either one of them really taking him down as well? They're just going to be the chosen giant for the month and the jobber to the stars. I mean, wow. <laughs> it's, it, oh, it, it's not really going to matter. It's all placeholders until you get to, to WrestleMania. Um, I really think that if they were going to take the title off of him before mania, that it would have been a clash at the castle for the reasons that I mentioned. Right. But you know, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I think that this is obviously Roman Reigns greatest run. Yeah. And quite frankly, the greatest run that really any of us are seeing in our lives um, I think this so is what he, the, mm-hmm, he he's he's on another level. This is probably I think what Vince was trying to do when he first put him out there, but he just wasn't ready, you right. know. And and that's when when you see someone isn't ready, that's when you have to just back off on them, and you can't continue to just kind of push and push uh, people in, in, into a situation that they're not they're not ready for. Bottom line. Yeah. Uh, exactly, man. And I'm and and listen, he took himself off and it was a smart thing because he got a chance to uh reinvent himself. And, yeah, and without a doubt. And it was for the best. So 
I, I'm for it. I, I, I can tell you that. Um, I know that same crazy weekend, man, was also uh, all out that took place. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> are you, let me ask, let me do, before I go there, are you finding yourself kind of coming back to WWE and leaving AEW, or are you still have that hope for AEW is going? Because there's, there's a lot of cracks happening to the point I think everything's about to fall apart, man. So I'll I'll be I'll be on the deck of the ship as it goes down into the water <laughs> with AEW. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. O- o- only because, quite frankly, they don't insult my intelligence nearly as much as what the other product does. Okay. Now the other product WWE has gotten a lot better uh, in Vince's absence, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, I mean. I said last, you know, the last show that we had that Raw was my show of the week. Yes. Um, and it's it's one of those things that, you know, unfortunately for them, this week, it's actually AEW Dynamite was what I thought was the best show. Okay. Um, All Out was a great show. Unfortunately, it's being overshadowed by what happened after the show. Right. And obviously, you know, we're going to talk about that in the three count. Yep. But... It's yeah, man. It's it's a dicey situation. Um, you know, you had CM Punk win the title, the AEW World Title from Moxley at All Out. Yeah, CM Punk had some things to say at the media scrum following the show, uh, and then there was an altercation involving CM Punk, Ace Steel, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and more. Yeah, um, it's it's insane because the aftermath. Tony Khan vacated the world title and the world trios titles. Um, Death Triangle actually are the new trios champions okay. after defeating the best friends in Orange Cassidy okay. to become those new champs. So that was really cool. That was how they kicked off Dynamite. Um, did, did, let's put it this way. If if mm-hmm. you like those, it, it was a stereotypical match featuring these trio teams. If by me saying those two teams, you're intrigued on the match, I recommend going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, elsewhere, there's a six-man tournament that was created to decide who the new AEW World Champion is. Um, we've already saw a uh, an amazing match between Hangman Page and Brian Danielson mm-hmm. on Dynamite this past week. Right. Uh, if you if you did not see that. I highly recommend you take a solid half hour out of your life and go watch that match. Um, phenomenal stuff there between both of those guys. Um, also saw a uh, a match between Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen. Um, you know mm-hmm. there was some some outside shenanigans involved. Of course, yeah. Sammy picks up the win over Darby. Oh, and uh, I didn't even mention it, but uh, Danielson beat Page. So Danielson (laughs) moves on and uh, what I thought was interesting is, and this actually would have been on my WTF list because Chris Jericho cut a promo before this match on dynamite. And in that promo, he actually says that he's looking forward to going next week to dynamite to face Brian Danielson. Instead of saying the winner of Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson, so <laughs> that was uh, AEW really doesn't fuck up like that all yeah. that often. Um, but when they do, it's gotta it's gotta be called out. Um, 
And, you know, furthermore, the something that I would be looking out for from that tournament, Yeah, it's set up so that you would have Brian Danielson versus John Moxley in the finals at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. Okay. You can't tell me that that's not a fitting venue. They would be able to draw with John Moxley versus Brian Danielson for the AEW World Championship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that seems like um that seems more than likely, you know, what would make more sense. And then I would even think that uh Brian probably would end up being the uh the champion from that point. Yes. Um, I, I definitely agree. Now's the time that you let Brian Danielson be your locker room leader and you let him step up. And, you know, obviously, you know, Jericho's in there as well. Moxley's in there as well. Danielson's in there. Those three guys can step up and be your core locker room leaders and guide this company in a direction that they need to go. Let me ask um, you this. When Tony yeah. made all of these, these, um, you know, put the vacated the titles and cre- created these uh, new tournaments or whatever. Yeah. Did Tony even explain why he's doing this and what no. and what's acceptable and not acceptable in this company? I think that's that's the problem right there. You know, you you the next minute you know, you turn on Dynamite and I didn't watch it, but from what I'm hearing, you turn it on and now you find out that there's going to be these vacated titles, or maybe he even said it on a, on a, on a, uh, on his social media, but there is nobody saying, look, you cannot, uh, you know, do this or, or say this or, and from what I've even understand, and I know we're going to talk more about this in three count. Apparently he's in so many ways, they're not even mentioning that everything that's supposed to have happened had even happened. Nope. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not talking about it. And honestly, they, they can't because of legal proceedings. Ah. There are, there are lawyers involved. I see. So, um, it's, it's one of those things where right now they've, they've got a gag order on everything. Um, the bucks, Omega CM Punk were all removed from the opener, uh, on both dynamite and rampage. So, now, None they're, of they're those still, guys' footage is being played in the signature before the show. Now, let me get it, though. They're still EVPs, right? As of right now, they are. They're suspended. Um, so everybody that was involved, CM Punk, Ace Steel, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, even people like Michael Nakazawa and um, Christopher Daniels uh, are on a suspension right now as well. Um, so I think that they're, what they're doing is – um, while it, while the melee was going on and again, we'll talk about it in three count, Yeah. but, um, MJF happened to go inside of the, the dressing room where this was happening Okay. as did, uh, as did the chief legal officer for AEW. Mm. And I, I'm not for sure if the participants in the room, in, in the, the melee, the confrontation, if they were even aware that she was in the ring or in in the ring <laughs> in the backstage area until after everything had already dissipated. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Um, it's completely unprofessional. 
to be honest, I was I was embarrassed as an AEW fan mm, that mm. that shit happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm just talking about I'm just talking about the about the media scrum. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you know the the altercation, the actual physical altercation. There's no room for that. Yeah. Um. You know, essentially, and this third party investigation will figure it out. But yeah, man, they did not mention why the titles were being vacated anything about the situation whatsoever and it's it's yeah yeah all right uh, the, be, the best course of action and i actually said it as mm -hmm. soon as you know as soon as the episode intro happened and then and then when tony gave his release um his press release i actually said <laughs> All right, thank you, Matt Michaels. Hello, Matt. <laughs> All right, Michaels, thank you much. Oh, hello. Wait, hello? Yeah, we ended the stream. He ended. Oh, sh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, all right. You know what? Let's let's just continue right quick because we're actually doing audio. So I I'm, I got the all audio right, cool. going right now. Um, just keep. Uh, do you remember where you were at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I mean, the the thing is, Tony Khan. It's he he's not going to be saying what's going on. But uh, when he made no mention of them whatsoever, I actually said they got fucking Benoit because mm. they've been erased. From absolutely everything. No mention of them whatsoever. It's it's crazy. Wow, yeah. Crazy. All right. We're gonna talk about that in just a second. Yep. <laughs> um side note, side note though, and something else that would have been in my my WTF oh yeah. Yeah. was speaking of that tournament, I genuinely don't know how you do a world title tournament of champions. And you leave out the best TNT champion of all time. Mm. And that is Miro. You left Miro off the field. Now, that guy is everything that you want in a main event talent. He proved it again this week with a killer vignette promo. But the fact is that if he's being, you know, if he's been delegated to having to do vignettes, not competing in the ring, not doing in-ring promos. What the fuck is going on? Tony, get Miro on TV in a ring every week. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It is. <sighs> okay. Let's jump on right quick. Worlds collide. Um, first off, uh, again, I thought that it was a great show. I don't think it necessarily held up to Clash. I don't know where you would put it in with All Out. But um, I will say this, uh, the Ricochet-Carmelo Hayes match, man, that right there, I didn't know what to expect because, uh, uh, to be completely honest, I didn't know how Ricochet even got in a match against Carmelo. I, you know, I maybe I started vacation a little bit too early. I, I know I've been on yeah. weeks. So I'm like, why are they even fighting? But nevertheless, the match was dope, dude. They had one mid-air collision that I don't even understand you know, off the rope. They both went off the rope. and Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was just crazy. Um, 
If I did have one WTF, though, if I did have one, it would be, are you telling me that none of the NXT UK performers are good enough to be any of the NXT talent? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. I mean, that was that was my biggest issue with that show. Because I, I for sure thought Mandy was going down. And I'm not saying Mandy sucks and she deserves, but out of everybody. No. Oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I'm agreeing with oh, you, okay. man. She, yeah. She, yeah, you're you're spot on with what you're saying. Yeah, I was like, this is definitely designed for either Mako to win, you know, maybe if you want to try Blair, but I didn't see Mandy, and I and we knew Braun was just going to take on Tyler, beat Tyler. Which, by the way, I don't even necessarily see why Tyler couldn't necessarily have won that as well. But I'm sitting over here going, we're we're talking about World Collide, and and you're and when you talk about the the UK performers, we talk about them as. Uh, People that has held the title for a long time, who's been undefeated, who is dangerous. I love Mako saying being, I'm the final boss. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just so much that was there. I mean, Gallus, you know, got thrown out. Was nobody good enough? From It almost seems like it was, it's not even worth paying much attention to anything that happened to NXT UK. And if NXT UK, I don't even know if it's still existing, but if it is. Nope. Okay, great. So it almost seemed like all of that was just in vain then. I don't know. Am I wrong for thinking that? So the thing that really sucks is that they didn't use the opportunity to, you know, put over any of the NXT UK talent. That was a huge missed opportunity. Um, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head with it, man. Uh, yeah. it, it, it was baffling to me. And to be, to be real, um, I... I hadn't planned on watching Worlds Collide until after All Out. Okay. Um, and once I read over the, the the results and saw that nobody from NXT UK won, <laughs> right. I, I just I just didn't even bother to watch the show. But yeah, it's it's really frustrating, and I I know that you're trying to get rid of that brand. I get it, but at the same time. Yeah, it, it's. But I mean, these wrestlers. It, it from, was it was ridiculous. But they're, but I'm assuming that them from the UK are now going to be joining, uh, yes. NXT, right? So, yep. So still, why couldn't we allow at least one of them? And if anyone, because we know Braun's the chosen one. If anyone, why not Mako be the one? Yep. That. Held that title. I, I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, I really didn't think Mandy, and it's nothing, it's nothing against Mandy. I'm not shitting on her. In fact, I, uh, you know, Mandy work over time, um, has, has really, to me, it's, it's shown that it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, she's I more. Agree. Yeah, it, it, I, I could be, I could be a believer. At the same time, uh, I don't think this was designed and set up for her to be holding. Uh, both titles. I, now, if I had to say it, that's the only thing I, I, that I will say is a mistake, that would have been it. Um, so I don't know where we go from here with that. Yeah. But that's my take. I didn't see uh, NXT this week, so I'm not sure who came, who said what, what's the new challenge. Uh, but that's that. Um, as far as um rampage or or even smackdown i don't know uh if you got a chance to watch was there any any highlights between those 
that uh so you want to mention yeah man um so rampage actually had a really really good tv match um there were a couple of matches that were solid on rampage uh you had um you know you had claudio castagnoli defending the roh world title against dax harwood um very solid match dax continues to show that he is not just a tag team guy and that he can work a single style. Um, he's, he's one hell of a worker, man. He is, he's great. Um, Claudio is Claudio's fire as well. I mean, there was a lot of really good wrestling on AEW TV this week. Um, Daniel Garcia, uh, winning the, um, the ROH pure championship from Wheeler Yuta, um, in his hometown of Buffalo, he had uh, mm. Buffalo native rapper Westside Gun rap him to the ring. Okay, they had uh, they had Daniel Garcia make uh, Wheeler Yuta tap out right in the middle of the ring to uh, to the Dragon wow. Slayer. And uh, after the match, Brian Danielson comes down to the ring, picks his hand up, and uh, actually puts the title around Daniel Garcia's waist. And uh, all this while Chris Jericho's flipping out and losing his shit uh, because obviously Garcia is, was, who knows, in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Right, yeah. So, yeah, man, really good stuff this week. Um, really good stuff all around. The uh, A couple of things that I do want to mention, um, Malachi Black has been granted his release from AEW. Mm. Did, so I, did, Malachi- I read, did I read somewhere? I'm just trying to, because you could have, I, I thought I read or heard somewhere that, no, no, that wasn't him. No, I already know I was wrong. It was, um, it was Fish that made. Bobby Fish is gone too, yeah. Oh, so he's gone. Okay. Because it was a comment yeah. that was made about saying, uh, to the idea that Triple H is the greatest at what he does or something like that. But it was Fish that made that that comment. And I was like, hmm, yeah. that's interesting for him to be kissing Triple H's ass. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know. Fish, if, Fish, uh, Fish started a podcast uh, after his contract expired. And uh, he's been dropping bombs left and right. Mm, so Okay. 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 But... Yeah, so definitely some talent moves. Uh, Malachi Black mm-hmm. uh, being granted his release. Um, with Malachi gone, where does that leave the rest of the House of Black? You know? Yeah. Uh, will we see uh, Buddy Matthews and Brody King go after the tag titles? Um, and, you know, speaking of the tag titles, speaking of the tag titles, okay. I have to give props to Swerve, Strickland, Keith Lee, and the Acclaimed. Okay. Okay. That match went from one of the matches that I was lukewarm to on the All Out show to possibly being my favorite match on All Out. Wow. Seriously. I highly recommend that you go out and look and, and seek it out and find it and watch it. The um, Let's put it this way. It was so good that it prompted Seth Rollins to actually give them props in a tweet. <laughs> wow. Okay. So... Legit, great match, and uh, they're going to run it back at Arthur Ashe Stadium in uh, in two weeks at the Dynamite uh, Grand Slam, and I think that's going to be where you're going to finally crown the acclaimed as the new tag team champs. Well, I'll tell you this: um, I am 
If, if one thing that I do like about AEW is the acclaim, and I will say this, by the way, Sin City, I, you probably don't hear me say a whole lot about anybody I really had liked from the beginning of the show, but the acclaim, I have always kind of had a liking yeah, to. Yeah, always. Because I just, I just always thought that there was really something there. And, you know, we can talk about Max Caster being, uh, you know, John Cena wannabe or whatever they want to say. But the bottom line is his raps are on point. Um, yep. And, and that's a great way, a great way to, to create hype for you starting a match to get people into it. And I always said that all they had to do, and again, this was back then, was just to develop themselves just to become better wrestlers, and they will be uh, one of the top guys. And I see yeah. that happening, coming together. Now, now, I don't care for the whole thing about scissoring. I know that's their little you know, jokes and shit. But <laughs> but, but the reality of it is I really do like them as 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 a duo, you know, and, and as a team. Oh, yeah. So shout out to them, uh, homegrown, and I just continue to think, hope that they, you know, keep working with them. And, you know, they could really be something, both of them. Without a doubt, man, and I, I think that I think they really did get it right, and I'm I'm genuinely hoping that they're going to strike while the iron's hot. I mean, everybody everybody in Buffalo this past week was like they were the most overact, yeah, on the show, and like there were tons of scissor signs in the audience. <laughs> like Buffalo loved the acclaim, yeah, it was awesome, and um. You know, it, it's it's pretty crazy just to see the kind of meteoric rise that they had. Yeah. Um. So that's that's pretty crazy, man. But you know, something really stands out to me. Obviously, all out, the poker chip, the casino ladder match. Oh yeah. It. Uh, yeah, it gets raided by outside interference. <laughs> you have W. Morrissey, The Gun Club, Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, and Stokely Hathaway. Oh, wow. Stokely Hathaway climbs to the top of the ladder, grabs the, the poker chip right in time for, uh, and obviously the, the rest of the goons beat, beat the shit out of everyone else in the match, just in time for Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones to play. <laughs> And then out comes a guy dressed in a devil mask. Yeah. And the crowd went fucking silent. I don't think I've ever heard a crowd reception <laughs> as silent as what I heard from that Chicago crowd. Right. When the Joker came out. And now, granted, he got the poker chip from Stokely. T's taken off his mask, shook his finger no. And then at the end of the night, there was the reveal uh, that evidently Tony Khan uh, left a voicemail for MJF and told him that he would let all bygones be bygones and give MJF a spot in the casino ladder match uh, as long as he would show up to All Out and that Tony Khan would pay him bleep million dollars. So... That happened. Um, and then MJF comes out. MJF has the poker chip, which is essentially like the Money in the Bank briefcase. You can use it for a title shot anytime you wish. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. 
But yeah, dude, it, I'm glad then, that they paid it off as MJF because right. if it would have been anyone else, people would have shit all over it. Right. And then, and then to hear all of that, and, to, and then to hear what happened, I guess, with the scrum that happened at the end of the show, all that that was built up for MJF pretty much got lost. Dude, the, the, the craziest shit was that this was the exact same thing that happened to Wardlow. Wardlow, you know, finally beat MJF at double or nothing. That right. was supposed to be like his big match. He powerbombed him 10 times, put yeah. the guy on a stretcher. And that whole weekend was overshadowed with all of the stuff about the MJF contract. Mm, so MJF, right. <laughs> yeah. MJF inadvertently overshadowed Wardlow. And then an all-out weekend, MJF made his return, and that got overshadowed by CM Punk and the Elite. Crazy. Insane. Crazy. All right. Um we are probably going to uh, jump over and start our three counts. And at this point, if you're, you're pretty much listening to the podcast, uh, we were doing <laughs> we were doing a video, and the video got cut out because Mr. Matt Michaels decided that he wanted to jump on, and he's also an, an administrator to this uh, our platform, and uh, I guess exiting. Or hitting in, just in at the entire uh, video line. But the audio is still running and separate. So if you happen to watch that YouTube, you go, man, it just cuts right off. Well, we'll blame it on Michaels, okay? Because that's who that's mm -hmm. did it. Nevertheless, uh, thank you for listening to uh, this podcast. And make sure you download tomorrow's. It's going, we're going to talk more about this uh, whole thing that happened at AEW. I know you're probably sick and tired of uh, hearing about it and, and maybe even reading, but, you know, uh, this is our perspective on it. We also got two other good stories. Uh, Undertaker, he uh, he said something that kind of got up under the younger talent uh, skin, so let's talk a little bit about that. And uh, Braun Strowman, yeah, he's back. Let's talk a little bit about that. That's going to be on... Uh, three count which you can download tomorrow all right so until then uh thanks for listening to us and we will uh see you next time happy wrestling peace the biggest bad boys of podcasting